All hey, right, everybody. Welcome. welcome. Wow. wow. Okay. okay. Are you starting or am I? I thought I was. <laughs> Just kidding. Podcast <laughs> is over. I quit. I'm walking out. All right. We're looking for a new host. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Welcome back to the Clean Slate Podcast. I'm your host, Carson Phillips. I just came out of retirement. I'm here with another host, Daniel Garza. Hey, guys. Daniel Andrew Garza. Wow, okay. Just give everybody my government then. Yeah, so, <laughs> okay. So we're we're in the middle of our Halloween marathon. We're not even in the middle. The end. We're in the final stretch. Yep. And I know you guys are going to be sad for us not to talk about body parts and phalanges getting mutilated. Mm-hmm. We, ha- we haven't covered too many violent movies. That's not true, but... Well, here they are. <laughs> we've had fun. We've had some laughs along the way. We'll reflect in the last episode, probably. Yeah, but just... It's been a <laughs> on the last episode. It's been a good we'll journey. A, our first thirty-one episodes, <laughs> like a remembering. We'll just it's, we should have like recap every single sad video. music <laughs> or inspirational music in the background. Like we made some friends. We had some. Fun. We fought some vampires. Yeah. Nobody can still do we a, a good werewolf movies. We watched a Medea movie. <laughs> I kissed Medea. Ooh, that'd be a good book title. I kissed Anyways, Medea. guys. We have a fairly recent movie that we just watched. Yep. Well, Daniel watched it before I did. I literally watched it last night. And it's a new movie called Barbarian. Yeah. Did you did you watch it and in theaters or I'm did you go to really impressed? I watched it in theaters, but it's okay, also cool. available on HBO Max for yeah. those of you who have HBO. It's worth a watch. I actually recommend theaters. Yeah, of course. Because it's such a fun group reaction to certain things. And I guess this goes without saying, there may be spoilers, so I would recommend... This movie's hard to talk about without spoiling, to be honest. I think we should honestly spoil this one. This one's fun. Yeah, we're going to spoil it, so please, please, please just go watch it. It's on HBO Max. I think it's worth the watch. It's scary, but it you'll be fine. <laughs> I think. <laughs> just tell the story. Okay, for work, I have I I do videography and editing, and so we travel wow. a lot. And this past weekend, we had to travel to Tahoe for a wedding. Um, the scariest place. Yeah. Well, hear me out. Okay. There's a lot of woods, I guess. <clears throat> it, this cabin that we we're staying at was like, I mean, it's super nice. Like, you know, of course, like a million dollar, million dollar home, nice big property, but it's like secluded in a lot of this like cabin area type stuff, and because i had just seen the barbarian and because we had just watched what was the other movie we just watched it came out um the blair podcast witch project yeah the blair witch thank you um we had just watched the blair witch so you were spooked <laughs> so i was like i got there at nighttime because i had to work um from home first and so the whole crew took off before me and i got there later in the night anyway so you're by this is literally the setup of a horror film yeah exactly so uh, everybody was still awake when i got there but it was still like a creepy setting so when I got there, I pulled up and I was just like, well, this is kind of creepy, but whatever. It's it's a nice place. It's not like it. I don't know. It's not too not a creepy. murder shack. Yeah. It, like it has some weird art, but it's got like a jacuzzi, a sauna. It's got an 80 inch TV room. Yeah. We had neighbors, but they were like, it was all rental cabins type stuff. So some of yeah, them were empty. So you don't even some know of them, there's people in them. Exactly. Um, 
So anyway, we get there and they showed me my room, which is on the bottom floor. And nice. It's the only room on the bottom floor, uh, the only bedroom. And it has a door with a huge window on it that leads to the um, backyard patio. And then another huge oh, window that just like overlooks the bed. And no blinds were on these in this room. And I was like, oh, gosh. So already I'm like freaking out to where I'm like, I'm like, I just saw the Barbarian. I just saw the Blair Witch Project, all these different things with an Airbnb and then the woods. So I'm pretty much living the com- combination of this movie right now. But I was <laughs> like, you know what? The Barbarian, its main thing is that there's a basement, right? Like the the thing yeah, is in the basement. Their basement's crazy, right? It looks scary. Oh, yeah. The, oh, it's crazy. Once we talk about that, it'll be... It'll be a lot worse for you. Um, It'll be made clear. (laughs) Exactly. So I was like, okay, as long as there's not a basement, like I'm fine. Like reality is, you know, nothing's going to happen. And (laughs) as I'm walking out of my room, like I'm in like this lawn, like my bedroom is off the laundry room. So if you like walk into the laundry room, there's one bedroom right by it. And then there's a staircase that goes upstairs to like the other two bedrooms. Underneath this staircase was this little latch that led into a basement. And I was like, basement. You've got to be kidding me. I was freaking out the entire time. No, no way. Not even. Why would you not look? Because that's even worse. No. You could have been in a movie. So I covered up the windows, but the last night, like the the last night we were there, like we were watching a movie, everybody falls asleep. And so I go to bed and it's like two or three in the morning. I'm editing the podcast and... And it's like a windy night. So everything's like blown around. You, there's so much creakiness in the house. I'm like, oh gosh. I was editing lights out. That Oh my God, which makes it even worse. <laughs> so I'm editing lights out. And then all of a sudden, like my nose just starts bleeding. And I'm like, oh man. But it was like bad. Like it was gushing at him. I was like, oh, like crap. eleven. And so I like <laughs> ran to the, um, to the bathroom. I like plugged it up and everything. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh, like I could feel it gushing blood. And then as I as I was like, okay, I got to keep um editing this. It's like 3 or 4 in the morning at this point. I think she, I think it was around 3 something. As I do, I have keep in mind we have every light on in the house on. I left it on because I was like there's no way I'm walking out into a dark room if I need to. Literally all of the lights simultaneously just shut off. The power I'm like out? Yeah, the power <laughs> went out and I was like Dude, the amount of shaking that I had was insane. Like, luckily, I don't know shaking? why. Dude, I was shaking Daniel. so bad. I, like, grabbed a flashlight. As I'm thinking this, every single scary movie that we've been watching has come to my mind. The Blair Witch Project, the um, Lights Out. See, for me, this would be fun. I would be like, this Dude, is the best It would have been fun ever. if I was with someone, but I was all alone. <laughs> my blinds that I had makeshift fall on my feet and it scared the crap out of me i'd only been asleep for about an hour and like fell on me dude no i didn't i like i like jumped and i freaked out and then i look and i just see this vast like darkness of through the window why'd they fall i i have two theories one because just they were like barely put on there no they were barely put on there and then two because i think my foot might have hit one of the drapes and then it pulled it down yeah, no more scary movies for Daniel. Not after this. We're almost I need there, like buddy. a, a We're need like a month break or a month. I need like six months break. Okay. Anyways, guys, we watched Barbarian. Do you know the director's name? I don't have it written down on my end. Um, Zach Kreger. I guess we should do the logline, huh? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, there is a one sentence version or a 
like three mm. sentence version. Do the one sentence because if they haven't seen it yet, that'll at least give them an idea of what the movie's about without spoiling anything. Okay. In a town for a job interview, a young woman arrives at her Airbnb rental late at night only to find out that the house has been mistakenly double booked and a strange man is already staying there. Against her better judgment, she decides to stay the night anyway, but soon discovers that there is much more to be afraid of in the house than the other house guest. Should I go into a little bit of a plot? Yeah, just give us a little rundown. Plot over, um, I almost said ovary. <laughs> a plot summary. Ovaries. <laughs> this movie does have some ovaries in it. Yes, it does. That's actually, I, you know what? It was a good segue and I didn't even know it. <laughs> it was a horrible segue. Um, <laughs> yeah, so this movie, I'm going to break it down into, okay, so I the way the film is divided is by the perspective of certain characters. So the first segment of the movie, this is the first big chunk of it, probably the first, what, 30 minutes, is from yeah. our main female character's perspective. I don't remember her name. So I'll talk about that first oh um, so this girl her name hold on you, you her name is tess. she's a newer act or she's not okay tess yeah the actress was really good i'm yeah i, I did like her. her but yeah anyways so tess is in detroit rock city to or motor city depending who you ask or hell depending who you ask. <laughs> and so she's in Detroit trying to get a new job. And for some reason, she ends up at this, she books this Airbnb in one of those rundown neighborhoods where like every house is dilapidated. Dilapid, is that a word? Uh, yes. All the houses surrounding this Airbnb are horrible. Like probably transients are living in them and drug users running around. Like is it not a good area? Like, think of the worst area you've ever been to. It's probably worse than that, from what I could tell. Yeah. But this house looks nice from the outside, and it's not destroyed or anything, which is a little weird when you think about it. And so she goes in, and she notices that the key in the lockbox, if you've ever been to an Airbnb, usually there'll be, like, a lockbox, and you type in a code. So she does that, but there's no key in it. And so she's a little perturbed, and so she's pressing the doorbell, waiting for something, and it turns out someone else is staying there, and it's Skarsgård, oh, Mr. Bill. And they uh, that immediately makes you feel uneasy as a watcher because everything you know him from, he's genuine, generally evil, like the yeah. worst evil you could imagine. Because we just talked about him with Pennywise, Castle Rock, he's super evil as well. So there's some good casting there, I would say. So she's a little nervous at first, and then eventually she gets comfortable enough with him to stay after some chit-chatting and whatnot. Uh, there's some awkward moments between them, but it feels kind of realistic, actually. And I feel like those scenes were handled really well. But anyways, I'm not shortening at all. I'm just describing the entire <laughs> movie scene for scene. Okay, long story short, he gets captured and killed by a giant woman with nakedness and grossness wow, okay. <laughs> in the basement of the Airbnb that ends up being like this giant cavern and she's like what the crap is going on and she's freaking out and then boom you cut from that to Justin Long's character who I believe is a film director in this 
and he's facing a it's a rape case right i think he's an actor actually but yeah oh he's an actor and he was supposed to be co-starring with the girl yeah okay that took me a minute to figure out because it the way they had it it made me feel like he was the director at first well i just figured that he was an actor just because they pulled him off so quickly that's true yeah you're probably right that makes sense but anyways, yeah, he's facing this accusation and it's hurting him financially and and mentally as well. And so he's having to get rid of some of his properties and he happens to actually own the Airbnb where Bill Skarsgård and uh, Tess ended up going missing. Yep. And so he gets there and all their stuff is there and he's pissed. And so he ends up in the basement too and he gets captured by the big naked lady. Yep. And you find out Tess is still alive and do you want to do you want to describe the rest of it? Yeah, so Justin Long's character is pretty much like there to recoup all the loss that he's about to endure. So he it builds his character in a way to where he's going to be like, I don't know, kind of really naive and shallow as in like he doesn't care about anybody else. He's just looking out for himself. Um so that carries with yeah. him throughout the rest of the film. But something the next like cut scene after he gets captured is really cool because it goes to the transition of the person who previously owned the house back in the 60s i want to say um yeah it's back when like detroit was just starting to fall yeah and everybody's like trying to get out of detroit because crime is rising um but then you discover white flight (laughs) you discover that the the owner of the house is actually a really bad dude he's a um what like a kidnapper rapist yeah, serial, yeah he's in a serial killer really but he he's a N- no but he feels like he has the he's a serial kidnapper yeah serial rapist both because he like captures girls and films himself doing stuff with them and keeps them down in the basement exactly and he has sex That's with crazy. them and then so what you come to find out is that this creature this woman creature is literally an ancestral human to where he yeah. had sex with one yeah. woman, that woman gave birth to another woman, he had sex with that woman, and then that woman gave birth to another woman, and he kept doing that until it came across this like really disgusting gross. Yeah. Kind of like um like Hills Have Eyes. Yeah, kind or of like dis- disfigured kind of deal. Wrong turn. The wrong turn movies, mm. Jeepers Creepers, like that kind of vibe. Yeah. Like evil hillbilly. So when you find all this but out, huge. it's just like it makes a lot of sense as in just it's not just some like scary person that's in a basement. It's like literally a disfigured, dis, I don't know, dismorphed. Yeah, she's just not there. And I guess you could feel some sympathy for her later mm-hmm. on, but she's just so scary that it's hard to. Well, like, yeah, but you, I don't you know. find the Terrifying. movie tries to find sympathy with her because she all she wants to be is a mother, the the creature. And so you find out that... And she is a product of a man's sin, technically. Yeah, true. So it is it is sad. Yeah, the, so there, I, I actually did. There's a, a couple points where I felt a little bit of sympathy. Um, actually, when I went to go see this... Towards the end, especially. Yeah. When I went to go see this with my with my buddy, um, Quentin. Yeah. Shout out to Quentin. Um, <laughs> he was like every time that there was like a like a moment that could have been sweet, he was just over, like overdoing it. Like, aww. <laughs> I was like, dude, stop. <laughs> like when she's like, I don't know. It was kind of sweet when she gives him some milkies. 
<laughs> no, it wasn't because it was. <laughs> I I literally was like crawling up in my seat. So she grabs Justin Long because mm-hmm. she's trying to bottle feed them, but he's rejecting no, it. No, she's trying to even though he was them. told like right. Or was it bottle? Well, first she tried to bottle feed them. Oh, first. Yeah, yeah. And so Tess accepts the bottle because she's not an idiot and he's like rejecting it and freaking out. So she is literally like force feeds him nipple. And it's so disturbing. <laughs> and I was like crawling up in my seat. Like what uh, yeah, the frick so is this movie? And th- you know, what's crazy what? is the majority of the runtime. Okay. That's basically the whole plot there. We yeah. don't need to cover the, how it all ends. Right. No, yeah. So, so let's just get into it then. You know, what's crazy to me is the majority of this film isn't technically horror vibes for me. Okay. It is like, for me. It's but almost okay. more like, well, I'm just saying, like the beginning part is more like a thriller to me. Her, you know, back and forth with Skarsgård's character uh-huh. is kind of like, oh, is he bad? Is he not bad? Is this in her head? Should she have not trusted this guy kind of thing? So that's interesting. And it doesn't play as horror for me until they get to the basement yeah which isn't until like 20 30 minutes into the movie right but then you switch to justin long's thing and that's like a good i mean how long is that probably another 20 minutes yeah his whole story and so and none of that's horror there's like horrible aspects of it i guess um but that almost plays like a drama to me Mm-hmm. yeah and so you they they actually care about the characters, I guess, and build them up in a way where it's not just constant scary, scary, scary. Yeah. So that when you get to the scary moments, there's a lot of payoff there. Yeah, and that was it. I love it when movies do that because, to your point, like if you can play this the horror game right, like you don't yeah. have to do cheap jump scares, which is what we see with a lot of movies nowadays. Yeah, it's this just didn't because do that. It's just, you know, people don't know how to do scary right, but this one, I think. I think you're right. It just, it pays off really well. And then you also, it builds the sympathy for all the different stories that you have. It's crazy because you shouldn't like so many of these characters, but there's still something about them that you can kind of understand, I guess, or sympathize with them a little bit. Even like, so Justin Long, his character is kind of horrible in a lot of ways. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you mentioned he's like naive, but there's that he like becomes more and more horrible. I yeah. feel like, and, and it, like for me, it really kicked in when he calls to apologize to the girl he is saying that he didn't rape. That really bothered me, and I was like, oh, this guy's kind of scummy, or more than kind of scummy. But he gets worse and worse. But then he, you you think like, oh, maybe he's gonna have like some sort of redemption at least and care about someone else for once. I I don't know. So you actually do care about him a little bit. You don't. You're not rooting for him to die, at least not right yeah. away. <laughs> and same same thing with like the old man when he the old man kills himself. And I don't know. They even because you don't know the full everything that he did at that moment. So you're like, oh man, that's kind of crazy that he just killed himself. And maybe he was forced into this position, but he wasn't. I don't. The way they reveal information is really well placed, I guess, throughout the plot. Yeah. So you find out that the the mother creature is like it has such a simple like I guess action of be motherly. Like you're kidnapping all these people mm-hmm. but you don't know any better because I mean it's kind of like tangled. You've been 
underground your entire life and you've been like trying to take care of everybody but everybody's so scared of you and so it's kind of got this like frankenstein type of feel to it to where it's like Frankenstein's yeah. thing it's not her exactly. fault it's like I didn't want this but I I have this goal in mind like Frankenstein wanted no choice yeah, almost like the love of his life and then this creature wanted to be a mother when you find that out like it's way more of a a sympathetic like oh that's that's so sweet you can empathize with oh, totally, the, yeah. the creature so at the very end this is a spoiler because Tess was like so obedient to like she was is really patient really to get out of there um yeah she's being smart actually unlike most horror film characters right but because she is being so patient and so like i guess calculated about it all she develops this weird kind of relationship or not even weird but like the mother kind of attaches herself to tess because she's allowed her to be motherly to her and um yeah. At the very end. It Justin, makes you wonder how much of that has gone on before, though. Right, yeah. But at the very end, you see Justin Long, he tries to um, kill Tess because he wants to be, I mean, he wants to survive. So he's doing everything he can to survive. But then the mother actually jumps from Tess falling. She jumps to save her and actually does save save Tess. Yeah. And I, yeah, she almost basically sacrifices herself or her body at least. Yeah. She doesn't die technically. Yeah, but. because I mean, the sad part is that Tess does have to kill her. Um, yeah, the part's awesome though. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a pretty satisfying moment. But you're like, oh, that's their like their motive was so I think pure in the way that it can be because it's a sad sacrifice. I yeah. mean, it's like when Frankenstein dies, Frankenstein's monster dies. It's kind of sad. You feel bad for him because technically. He's just doing what he was raised to do, and that's what this creature's or human is raised to do is just to be like a perverted version of like a mother, and it it is tragic, really. Yeah, I would recommend this movie to probably just about anyone that loves horror movies and uh, um, kind of a different vibe when when it comes to horror. I, I I wouldn't mind recommending this movie, but. Also, there is some... I recommend it to whoever. I think it's worth yeah, watching. Yeah, there is some, ex- like, I guess, graphic scenes into it. So, But it's but not it's a not lot. Compared to, I mean, comparative to Suspiria or any of the other kind of horror. Maybe we're just jaded. <laughs> it's disturbing. Yeah, for sure. More than anything. Like, it's unsettling because the situation is just so gross. <laughs> All right, everybody. That was Barbarian... Clearly, we both really enjoyed it because we talked a lot this episode. But again, I just want to say thank you guys for listening to the podcast. If you are currently washing your hands or about to eat food, leave us a five-star review. And just so you know, tomorrow we have another episode coming out as part of our giant Halloween marathon. And that episode is... Censor. Is that right? Yep. Yes. So tomorrow we have this movie called Censor. You can rent it for 99 cents on Apple TV. I also believe it's on Prime. Uh, it's on Hulu. Yeah, so we'll talk about that tomorrow. And, oh, it's on Hulu as well. Yep. For free? I paid 90. Oh, no, I watched it for free. <laughs> no, I, I rented it. Dang it, I rented it. Anyways, <laughs> go watch it on Hulu. We'll see you tomorrow. That's a clean slate.